Hi, this is Richard Garfield with The Game Glimpse, where I drone on and on about a game that's on my mind. I'll tell you what interests me in the game, and perhaps tie that into games in general. Maybe I'll tell a story from my experiences. But for now, let the droning begin. Today I'm going to talk about Shadow Hunters. It's a game from 2005, designed by Yasutaka Aikida. My version is published by Z-Man Games. Shadow Hunters is a hidden role game. Uh, that is, each player has a secret role. Uh, they're trying to discern what the other players' roles are uh, while keeping theirs hidden, at least hidden from the right people. So you might think of the card game Bang or the party game Werewolf, also known as Mafia. It's for four to eight people, and the mechanics work something like this. There are shadow characters and there are hunter characters. The goal of the shadow characters is to wipe out the hunter characters. The goal of the hunter characters is to wipe out the shadow characters. Then there's also some neutral characters in who have their own unique goals. Each turn, you roll some dice, and uh, that tells you where you move. Uh, where you move will usually give you a card, a black card, which is usually offensive, a white card, which is usually defensive, or a green card, which you can use to get information about another player. Then you can choose to attack anybody in your region. And you iterate this until somebody says they've won. At that point, many people may have won, including people who got knocked out of the game earlier. It's a fast game, probably about half an hour. And there is uh, an expansion out which introduces some extra characters. Hidden role games can be really interesting. Bluffing in general is, is very interesting and one of the areas of games I like a lot because it's in this interesting intersection of human psychology and logic. Hidden roles in specific are an interesting uh, area of this bluffing game, although it's often hard to motivate the players in the correct way. That is, making it so that at least some of the players really care about hiding the role, or that the behavior they exhibit does not make it so the role is too easy to figure out. The card game Bang first got me thinking about that. Uh, Bang was a lot of fun to explore, and and I certainly recommend playing it if you haven't played it. But in our playgroup, after we had played a while, it became really clear which person was playing which role. And we found that it wasn't worth changing our behavior to obscure our role. Now, this could mean that we were too good for the game or that we were not good enough. Uh, but still, when players get into the state, for whatever reason, the game becomes less interesting to them. I've played Shadows Hunters maybe a dozen times, and so far it's been really nice in that regard. Uh, I find myself deducing which players are the hunters, which ones are the shadows, uh, and looking out for specific neutral characters based on their behavior. And sometimes I make moves which are meant to obscure my role. At a certain point, I may come to the conclusion that, that these obscuring moves are not worth doing, and then the game will become a little less interesting to me. Maybe still worth playing, especially with a beginner crowd, but maybe not. But that hasn't happened yet. I've played with people who, after a couple plays, decide that it's all random that you cannot figure out who is what role. I, I disagree. Uh, maybe when you're good enough, that becomes the case. Uh, and certainly, if you're bad enough, that becomes the case. But uh, but in the very same games that they would complain about, uh, I, I had made several deductions, uh, and my deductions were generally correct, not always. Um, and they were based on things like 
who chose to attack who and uh, when somebody got information from somebody else, how they reacted, uh, so that even if I didn't know what that information was, I might be able to do something about uh, what was going on. The game changes its nature very distinctly towards the end often, where players have figured out all the relevant roles. At that point, the game becomes very freewheeling and fast. Players move from place to place, try to collect weaponry and attack the correct players. Sometimes this state is reached pretty quickly. But generally, I think the way our games go is about 15 minutes worth of players moving around, not exactly sure what's going on. Some people get a few ideas. And then maybe in the last 10 minutes, players may as well be playing with face-up powers if they aren't literally doing it. Your character's actually flipped up when you use your special power, so... Once everybody has used their special power, then everybody knows who everybody is. I'm always on the lookout for games with direct interaction, more than two people, that are not too political. There's a real art to making it feel like you can directly interact with the other players, and yet not have the game be dominated by politics. Classic games like poker have managed to do this, but you also see it in games like Titan or Cosmic Encounter. The interaction in... Shadowhunters feels very direct, and yet it doesn't feel like it's dominated by politics. Politics certainly does enter into it, but uh, the hidden information and the hidden roles uh, make it so that there's a certain risk, at the beginning of the game at least, to any attack you make on another player, and then in the long run, more or less teams coalesce. There will be some characters that can go either way, but generally they have a natural alliance which is uh, there for them to take. And also, the game is so short that if you feel like you got the short end of the political stick, well, you can always play again, and uh, that's the nature of the beast. The different pieces of equipment, uh, the different characters and goals are fun. Uh, There's a, a lot of variety to them, even though there aren't that many cards. I particularly like how the equipment effects combine in the logical way, which is not at all logical. That is, if you have a machine gun, it allows you to attack everybody in an area. That makes sense. If you've got a chainsaw, you attack with plus one damage. Uh, And if you have a chainsaw and a machine gun, you attack everybody with plus one damage in the area which uh, doesn't make any sense, but it is a lot of fun. So these different, these different effects combined in sort of uh, unexpected ways that are enjoyable to discover and to uh, try to picture. It's always a pleasure when a game doesn't take itself so seriously as a simulation to make the game less fun as a game. The presence of the neutral characters in the game make it so that it's not always clear how to proceed both as the opponent and as that neutral character. For example, Alley just wants to survive to the end. That's a pretty straightforward goal. Um, You would think that it wouldn't offer you a lot of choices. Uh, But but the first time I played Alley, um, I laid low and just tried not to create any enemies. And then later on, I I, I played against somebody who played her very aggressively, attacking everybody. I realized that's also a very valid way to go. She may make more enemies that way or get mistaken for being an enemy, but the more characters that are eliminated from the game, the more chance that somebody will claim victory and then Ally will also win at the same time. There's another character, Daniel, I believe, who has the goal to be eliminated first, I think. And this, of course, uh, makes it sometimes scary to attack people uh, because uh, if... If this person who's been posing as your enemy actually is Daniel and wants to be eliminated, well, then you've walked into a little trap. 
If you're looking for a fast and easy to play party game with a hidden roll mechanism, then you should take a look at uh, Shadow Hunters. I've had more than one player say that they thought they were going to hate it, but it became a staple in their playgroup that uh, that people always liked it when they when it was taken out and always wanted to play another game. And now it's time for the kids' turn. Do you remember any characters that were interesting? Um. Well. How about unknown? <gasps> oh, unknown's my favorite. Unknown's the one where if someone asks you something about your character, you can lie about it. You like lying. That's a theme in your in your gameplay. I like lying. How about equipment? Um. There's the chocolate which restores you to, like, seven health or something, right? I suspect that chocolate wouldn't be the first piece of equipment that Skylar would have mentioned. <laughs> what would be the first piece of equipment that Skylar would have mentioned? Chocolate. No. Oh, the, um, pew, pew, pew. Machine gun. And that's it. I hope you've enjoyed this week's Game Glimpse. Feel free to leave any comments you have. If you want to suggest any games, you can do that too. Maybe your game will be the next one I glimpse. Now, do you remember Daniel, who is now living in Japan, and when, whenever we played with him? The one with the scary laugh? Yeah, that's right, the one with the scary laugh.